When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. He wouldn't have went crazy if he hadn't got what? If he hadn't got hit. That's what yeah. started the situation. So let's not take LeBron off the hook. And LeBron, the guy standing in the background like he's watching the damn movie. I mean, like, really? Like, man, that looks that, that that rage in Buffalo coming towards me. That looks really dangerous. Come on, man. Yeah, what's the what's the funniest part of the video though? <laughs> Russ. Yeah. Putting his hands up and then Russ talking about I got I got a te- I got a technical? What what do you mean I got a technical? You, you, you about to punch somebody? Really? The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Back with another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Josue Pavone alongside my co-host Cedric Maxwell. And Max, the Celtics are on a three-game winning streak. You got Jason Tatum scoring 30-plus points in four consecutive games. But how legitimate is it? We'll get into that in a second. But first and foremost, Max, I haven't seen you in a while. We have to get right into this LeBron James suspension uh, for, for what happened between him and Isaiah Stewart of the Detroit Pistons. Of course, this did go down at Detroit. Everyone who's into basketball, I'm sure, knows about it by now. But the uh, the, the the suspensions came out. LeBron James receives a one-game suspension. Stewart gets two games. Max, what's your reaction to that? First of all, why you get two, two games? I mean, if LeBron got – LeBron should have got two games, you should have got two games if that's what you're doing. Uh, the guy I don't know. Free. You think they both deserve the same punishment? I don't know about that, Max. Just wait. The guy who started the fire. That's that's <laughs> what you mean. Well, we we gonna forget about the guy who started the fire. We're gonna give him less, you know, days as punishment. That that shouldn't be the case. Nah, but come yeah. on, man, Stewart. The the whole I'm good. No, nah, I'm fine, guys. No, seriously, I'm fine. And going back at him, you know, the NBA was gonna send a message about that, Max. They can't. You can't be. If Stewart wanted to fight, he would have came up and gave LeBron a two-piece. Don't hold me back. You know, when he when he came up, just give him a two-piece right away. That's what you do. You start from he there. He him, too. He had his chance. You know he, he had his hands on him. He had his hands on him. If you're going to swing, swing then. Don't, don't wait until later on and, and go crazy. So I think that was a bunch of theatrics. So for me, if you're going to give LeBron – if you give Stewart – Two games, LeBron should get two, two, two games. I mean, because you're talking about somebody who instigated the whole situation with the punch, and it was clearly it wasn't it wasn't like I didn't mean it. And then when he hit him, he put his hands on like, "Whoa, you okay, man? Are you all right? 
you all right? Mm-hmm. You know, like we yeah. said, it's like, like, like the boys, like, you, it, it, you, not, not, are yeah. you all right? You all right? You all right? No, 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 no. I'll do, I'll do you one better, Max. It's like when you, when the older brother really means to hit you and you instantly start crying and he doesn't want mom and dad to hear. Shh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what it was. That's what that shit was. All right. He saw the reaction. He said, Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Oh, wait a minute. He's a real one. He's, he might yeah. come after me. I don't know, Max. And then, in my opinion, I feel like once the blood started coming down, his he he, he went from zero to, or he went from twenty to hundred in terms of how angry he was. Honey, I don't know. He kept he kept it real at that point. Like, okay, dude, you just did what you did to me, and you think I'm not gonna keep it real? I'm keeping it real right now. So <laughs> let's not confuse anything about what happened. You got a guy who got hit in the eye by LeBron James with a backhand punch. And then everybody says, oh, well, oh, oh, Stewart was the one that went crazy. Well, he wouldn't have went crazy if he hadn't got what? If he hadn't got hit. That's what started the situation. So let's not take LeBron off the hook. And LeBron, the guy standing in the background like he's watching the damn movie. I mean, like, really? Man, that looks – that that raging buffalo coming towards me, that looks really dangerous. Come on, man. What's the the funniest part of the video, though? (laughs) Russ. Yeah, putting his hands up, and then Russ talking about, I got, I got a, te- I got a technical. What, what do you mean I got a technical? You, you, you about to punch somebody? Really? I mean, here's you're the thing here throwing you, your dukes up, man. Here's the thing you really should do, and, and this is I truly believe that should let him go, should let him go, and let him go to LeBron and see what happened. They both would have passed out and fainted. Nobody was gonna punch no. nobody. I don't know gonna, about that. Do one punch. Joe Sway. No, no dude, let me tell you something, Max. Let me tell you something. You, when the, you come up swinging. That's what you do. You don't go to him. Max, when the young man, why you do that? Yo, I, I get you. I get you with that. But again, it, to me, it's about the blood, man. These NBA players, they don't want to be a meme, okay? They're not trying to live on the internet for the next 10 years. And well, to that same to that same message, LeBron doesn't want to get knocked out. He's like, whoa, whoa. He's grabbing all of his teammates to to build a wall. Like, hey, yo, DeAndre Jordan, come here, come on, help me with this one. Like, he didn't want that either. And DeAndre Jordan, shouldn't he be shouldn't he be suspended or was he on the floor already? That's what he's there for for for, for shit like this. I mean, was he <laughs> on the? But I mean, was he on the floor though? Playing. I want to say he was in the he was in the play. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that case, he would he would have been suspended. Uh, you know, if he hadn't been, maybe he was on the floor. Right. But, but, but here's the here's the thing that everybody's forgetting. Detroit was up by fifteen or sixteen points at that time. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were getting beat by the worst team in the league. One That's when LeBron throws bows like that. Come on, man. So, that's when that happens. So look, and LeBron's not a dirty player. I think the dirty player, but like when he's in the heat of the moment, he will do stuff like this. I, I believe. He's I don't think not, he's he's dirty. Not but. a dirty player, but he did a dirty, a dirty move. How about that? Let's just get right. let's just right. cut to the chase. I mean, that's accurate. As long as LeBron has been late, you think has LeBron ever in in how many years? Nineteen now. He's been in this league or whatever numbers he's been in this league. Have you ever seen LeBron James punch anybody? Bunch. I don't even. I've never even seen him. No, that would be that would be that yes. would be held to the no no. You've never seen LeBron James punch anybody, man. You tell me the last person that actually threw a punch that I remember, Serge Ibaka. 
Now, if that had been Serge Ibaka, there'd have been somebody knocked the hell out. That's what would have happened. But because, <laughs> it, because neither one of these guys wanted to fight, uh, you know, these, you know, they 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 want to act like they want to hit somebody, and when we yeah. hit somebody at the elbow and all this stuff, that that's what it it, it boiled down to. All right, well, even so, even if that's the case, lapping around the court, you know, where everyone's trying to contain you and you're, you're going into full sprint mode, you can't scare white people like that. Imagine ticket holders win there. Like, look at that dude. That guy is upset. <laughs> did not, Josue, that did not scare them. Unfortunately. What? Did. Are you kidding no. me? Bob Ryan said he's never no, seen a player no, so no, mad no. in his life. It did not. It entertained them. Did you hear the crowd every time he's charged? Did you hear what they did? They started to roar. Yeah. People they sitting 17 scare. rows back. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> scare anybody. And I think because it was Detroit, you think the last real NBA fight, serious NBA fight was in Detroit. And then on top of it, the, the only uh, WNBA fight that was probably ever been was in Detroit. So everybody looked at this like, That's oh, right. wow. Another thing, about yeah, that. Detroit has a common denominator when you start thinking about fights that have been in the NBA. I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry to tell you that news. No, I'm I I, I get that, Max. But this whole malice in the palace too. Stop it! I don't want to hear that. Stop! It. Stop it! No. There was a lot more swinging no. and connect punches oh. I've ever seen in my life in a basketball event. Malice in the palace was real, and I as this comedian right. said it. You know how fans will be like, "Yeah, man, come on up here, come on up here," and the comedian said they did. <laughs> said they, they just wiped out the whole area, and the one guy has a drink in his hand who was accidentally beaten up. Said, "I have a beverage in my hand. I I didn't do anything," <laughs> and they were raging coming towards him. I mean, it's just it's it, there was. One of those things that you see and you never you never forget. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. You can't compare the two. I mean, they had to change the name of this arena because of what happened, you know? No, no, that wasn't even – that comparably was nothing. I mean, you really think yeah. about it. Other than him charging, what was really special about that? Other than him charging. Yeah. What was what – That's was, all people wanted to see, man. And, hell, you know what? He should have got a job over there with the Patriots. Way he was running through guys' tackles, man. People trying to hit him. He just he he, he just going through dudes like tackle what? I mean, guys like just nothing. falling down. They try to grab him by the legs. So it was crazy. But I just but but for me, I'll say it again: the dude didn't want to fight, and the reason he didn't want to fight because if he had if he had come up swinging, it would have been he would have he was connected then and there. What he did was come up and actually grab LeBron. So you didn't want to fight. You, you really want to fight. It's one of those things where guys get between you, and all of a sudden, what do you become? No. Oh, my God, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Come on, man. Come on. I, I mean, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but are we real? It's just the internet, man. That's, that's what yeah. they're saying. But, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. Can't compare the two. No, 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 man. It wasn't even that was that was truly apples and oranges. When you think about guys who have fought and who've been hit and just think about it. he didn't hit. He didn't punch anybody. Yeah. Was there one yeah. was there one blow pass in that other than LeBron's blow? 
Right. But you know what? You know what, Max? I, I, the one takeaway I feel like people are afraid to say, but it's in everyone's or most people like minds is it was kind of unique to see someone not just gives too much respect to LeBron James. No, like I'm not saying that like other people would just take an elbow and be like, oh, you know, but to see that sort of reaction, it's, it's sort of like, OK, well, maybe the NBA isn't so buddy buddy like everyone says it is. Right. Maybe not no. everyone is so chummy. You know, well, do, you, do you think Draymond Green was getting the Christmas card from LeBron? You think there was he's he's a, he's an outlier. We that, talked about it before. There's a few. There's a few guys that are still right old school who, who just ain't gonna take no junk from anybody. And yeah. uh, you know, I don't think King or no King or whatever he is. And no, nah, you gonna do that? I mean, yeah. you think about your your guy Kobe Bryant. Everybody respected him. All of a sudden, he got a, a, a two piece. From Chris Childs. Everybody still remembers that to this day. What were you at when Kobe got the two-piece? Pop, pop. You know, what were you? That chin. That yeah, chin when right. Kobe was Kobe like, whoa. Whoa, what? What happened? And Childs like, yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah that was it. That was two-piece. That was a two-piece. I'm a real one. I'm a real yeah. one, he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's See, not that I want the NBA to be like the way it was back in your day, Max, but I like a little chippiness there. I like no love lost between particular teams. And we have sort of gotten just aggression. like we've got, and I, and I do understand the safety aspect of it. Wait, what do you every, mean, Max? You never you never yeah. jump into a crowd or anything before. Yeah, you? Yeah. Every league you know, Josue, has become soft. I mean, during my time, during the 60s, man, baseball, them dudes was throwing at each other. They were throwing at each other. There was a guy, he hit a guy with a baseball bat, you know, while he was there. Football, there wasn't a quarterback alive that was safe during those times. And and I understand football that you, you know, you can't hit the, the, hit the chosen one. But, man, football has become more like they should just have with, with the, with the uh, I think with the quarterbacks, they should just play tag now because you can't, you, you can't go in and hit them. I mean, guys are. And, and then sometimes the quarterbacks run through you because they know that they're not going to hit. The same thing with NBA basketball. A bunch of guys like right now will talk you to death. Marcus Smart, I, I, God bless him. Marcus Smart has done that so many times. He's one he'll, of those people. He'll look at a dude and do like this. Yeah, okay. All right, dude. Talk, talk, talk. There you go. Talk, yeah. talk me to death now. Talk me to death. But, you know, that that's, that's how that goes. So I, I think yeah. that you look at it in that way. Definitely, for sure. And someone like Marcus, that's a, that's a perfect, that's a great example. Someone that you would love on your team, but you don't like to face him certain nights because he can really get into your head. He has a good job. He does a good job yeah. of doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's sure. there's a few guys who are like that in this in the NBA. You think about it. Marcus Smart would be one of them. Patrick Beverly would be another guy oh, yeah. who's gonna get up in your mouth. Um, who else would? Kyle Lowry, you know he ain't gonna take Lowry. Him. Yep. Sergio Baca is another dude. You do anything to Sergio Baca, it's on it. It's on it popping. You ain't even got to. You ain't even got to think about it. And yeah, you know, for sure. Some guys, you think about it. Jordan B, he'll elbow you. He'll hit you, but he ain't gonna turn around and square up like, yo, let's let's get it going. He, he ain't gonna do that. He's looking but at the scoreboard. He'll, he, he, he he'll, wants that win. He'll come with that elbow and do like Shaq and hit you all right. up in the mouth, but he ain't gonna square him. But he'll contain himself to not get himself ejected. Like he's that kind of guy. He's looking at the scoreboard. He's like, no, it's a bigger picture here. We got to win this, you know. So. No, no bullshit. He just ain't gonna fight. That's all. And then about contain you. You think he's soft like that? I just don't he think he's like he's he's, he's that kind of NBA is 
Man, the NBA is soft as damn cotton. You ask everybody that has played in the NBA during yeah. the time I play, it's soft as damn cotton now. And the, you, one of these guys wouldn't fart. What happened? Why is now, that? Guy would, Joe Sway, listen to me. There, a guy wouldn't even fart good in the NBA right now. I'm telling you, that's just that's how soft this league has become. What do you think happened? What do you think? What, what led to this? How do we well, get here? I think a lot of it had to do with. I think more of it had to do with 1984, uh, Celtics playing the Lakers, and the the Celtics turned it into a, a form of um, uh, wrench ball. And, you know, Lakers took a pounding and they were like, look, we can't have our game turning into that. And from then on, they started getting flagrant fouls. You think about it. The other night, there was a flagrant foul against um, Williams. And he came up and grabbed the guys who couldn't get to the free throw line. And they called that a a flagrant foul. Uh, ML Carr and Gerald Henderson happened to be at the game. Uh, uh, They were sitting on the front row because they were being honored during the 80s. And I walked up to him on the front row. I said, can you believe that? Can you believe that was a damn foul? Can you believe that was a flagrant foul that Williams, that Grant Williams made by grabbing the guy? And they both just bust out laughing. And the people around me heard me say that, and they all bust out laughing too. So the, the league has really become more of a, a powder puff league when it when it comes to, you know, some things with players. And, and, and part of it is for the good, and part of it is for the bad. I understand that yeah. we're trying to protect the players, but at the same time, the players protect themselves and they police themselves. So you wouldn't have a bunch of tough guys running their mouth without getting their jaw blasted. You know, mm-hmm. so that that's to me is like that. That's the real deal. It's Thanksgiving and we all know what that means. Football and nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. BetOnline has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. And it's not just football. BetOnline has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is your fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline. We're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. All right, one more uh one more thing on this, and then we'll, we'll move on to the Celtics. But um, do you think moving forward, is this something that you, you'll see a pattern of throughout the NBA? Maybe not a pure, not a pure fist fight the way uh, people are trying to hype this up to be, but just that sort of attitude where you know guys yeah. are just not taking crap from others, and oh, you know, more, like, that's what I. That's what I meant earlier about making making these white people scared. I was like all these season tickets, I was like, well, wait a minute, this is what the NBA is going to turn into now. You know, I mean, after Black Lives Matter, after all the every all the support, that couple, you got a couple of guys who sound like that. Like Jimmy Butler sounds like that, but I don't know if Jimmy Butler would do anything. Um, Marcus Smart, I believe he would do something. I believe I believe Marcus Smart would go the distance. He'd be like, "Okay, you you really want to fist this thing out, Kyle Lowry? Yeah, you know they they will go they will go." And the league is, you know, you think about it. The forearm shiver that was was done up, uh, you know, by the MVP in Denver, Jokic, of uh, hitting the Mars brother in the back after the Mars brother cross body blocked him, and then felt like, oh, you know, it ain't nothing going on this league. It's, yeah, Sherb said, nah. See, that's what I mean. Today. I feel like it's not getting it's today, edging buddy. up. It's getting worse and worse a little bit until we get a full on brawl, you know, in a couple of months. And you know what? 
they it wouldn't be bad. Okay, I'm just saying that it wouldn't be every you talk to anybody who's played the game before in that kind of way has been around would say, oh, okay, grown ass men playing a tough physical game, and all of a sudden something comes out of it. You know, I, I and I don't think that nobody's gonna really punch anybody, but yeah. You know, it, it it it's it's not a bad to me. It's not a bad thing, and I'm talking for me. I'm not talking for you, but I'm talking about every guy that I knew that I played with. I talked to yeah. Bob McAdoo. I talked to James Worthy about it. I talked to ML Carr. I talked to Robert Parrish. I can just go on and on down the list of people that I talked to about the game, how it's become so soft, and people right now who you know pretend to be tough guys, uh, you know, yeah. aren't tough guys. Well, another part of this I feel like is, and we've seen it throughout the NFL, and you know, the the from the from the fans, right? The the, the fighting, and, and I, I think in a way, this not the Celtics, but the the NBA players, they're starting to feed off the fact that they have a full arena now. You know, they didn't have that last year. I think that's another part that people sort of forget here. And also, again, with the Stewart thing, I just I just think the Stewart thing was like, wait a minute, I'm gonna be forever the dude covered in blood. I gotta do something to protect my name. So On top of the fact that, like, yo, no, I can't believe you elbowed me. All right, all right. He elbowed me so bad that I have to defend myself and show that everyone. They're not gonna, they're not gonna forget that. this reaction. Okay, if you're saying that, then Joe, say what did Stewart do? Let me get, let me make sure I hear hear from your mouth. What did Stewart do? He made LeBron sweat. He made LeBron sweat. LeBron was on the baseline. He no, wasn't worried no, no. about that. The look on LeBron's face when he was charging, he was like. Yo, oh. LeBron had a wall of, of Secret Service agents. bullet. Come on, he didn't do anything. All he did was that was theatrics. He didn't. Has anything. anyone ever tried to charge LeBron? I've Look, never seen it. How many? How how many feet do you think he was away from LeBron? 20? 15. 20 feet say. away. Yeah, 15. twenty feet away. You know, he went from being right he went from fifteen to thirty-seven to, real quick uh, to be in the half court to then to charging. To getting probably within 20 feet of him. And he felt like he was in danger? Come on. He didn't feel like he was in danger. He, when he, he broke three five five seconds, he, oh, no, Mike. If everybody would have jumped out of the way, do you think, do you think that Patrick would have came over there and swung? Or you think he would have came over, come on, man, come on, man. You know, like, I think he would have swung. Do. No, I think he would have swung. I don't think he would have swung. He wants to be a meme, man. He would have lived on forever. He is anyway. a meme. He's bleeding like a meme. He oh, was busted man. wide open, blood coming down his face. He and couldn't say the narrative. He tried to say the narrative. See, he couldn't here's, say here's the here's the meme, George Josue. He's gonna be, be like if you send somebody something and now you're gonna have have him charging at somebody. That's gonna be the meme. Oh <laughs> hell no. And then you're gonna have him running after somebody. That's <laughs> gonna be falling over. He's just and pushing people up. Yeah. And you can have LeBron over there doing like, whoa. whoa that's yeah, like, that's all he did. Like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, let's talk C's, man. Three-game winning streak, uh, four-game homestand. The Brooklyn Nets are in town tonight. Uh, I guess this is a, the, the best test, clearly, right, throughout this homestand. But win or lose, I don't think we, we move away. We we, uh, we walk away from this homestand thinking that uh, feeling the way we felt a few games ago, right? At yeah. the end of the day, this we team is showing some progress. And a lot yeah. of that has to do with Jason Tatum dropping 30-plus points in four consecutive games. Max, how good are the Celtics? Well, I, right think, I think you look at the the, the one game he not, he had 30, the first one, uh, a little shaky. But these last couple of games, Jason Tatum has, has really dominated and played well. His jump shot looks like it's bad, like it's back. 
And oh, yeah. then on top of that, man, it, it wasn't it nice to see uh, Brown step in and knock down three long jump yeah. shots and get the crowd First going. First game back. back. I good. mean, you could tell he was a little tentative early on, but then once he got going, the thing, and, and I talked to Jason, we talked to Jason Tatum, myself, and Sean Grandy, my broadcast partner after the game, and, and made mention of that and said, uh, how do you feel about that? He said, man, I'm glad to have it back because what it does is insulates him. Them teams just cannot focus one on, on one player when you have Brown back that way. And really, I think Horford helps him that much more by standing out in the corner and knocking down jump shots because that was really a, a, a big thing last night in, in last night's game. What I love about this team right now is that they're not they're, – they're sticking with the program, right? They're not straying away to hero shots. They're not straying away from, mm-hmm. you know, being stagnant on offense. And I just think it tells a lot about what Emei's voice means to these guys. You know, you it know, resonates. Who, here's the thing about who is the most patient guy out there that we've seen grow for, from offensively? I think it would be Marcus. I was I thinking think Marcus. Marcus because, you know, I was, oh, Marcus is jacking up shots – he is. He has taken shots that he's supposed to have. He's knocked down a few shots, but he's been more of a facilitator, uh, getting ball, getting the ball to other people's. Schroeder is. Schroeder. I was going to say, does Schroeder help? Did he really, help with that? Oh you man, think? he's been really good. He's been good on both ends of the floor. I didn't know he was as good defensively. And Sean Grandy kind of busted my bubble, saying, "Enjoy Schroeder while you can, because you won't have him next year." Uh, yeah, that's what he yeah. was saying. And I, I said, well, maybe the Celtics can come back and sign him. Sean said, no. He said they can only give him a small increment over the salary that he can offer him a small salary. Over that, over that $5 million bag. Over, and you know, and, and here's the, the the most laughable thing. Just wait, is he, is he going to get that $20 million back from a team? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think? The way, the way he's playing? Yeah. Do you I mean, think which team is it going to be, though? I don't think it'll be a contender. No, well, I mean, there's teams out there got they have money to spend. And yeah. you think that was were the Lakers a contender? With the Lakers, how about this? With the Lakers, you didn't think so, but would I did. The Lakers be better off with him now than or having Westbrook. And oh. think about it. you paying you paying Schroeder. You'd have to pay him twenty one million, but you're paying. You're paying right now. You're going with forty million right now for Westbrook. Yeah. So That's who true. would be the, who would be the better bargain? I mean, clearly it's Schroeder, but. We have to wait and see what happens in the playoffs with with Westbrook because that's the only that's the only thing that's going to save this season for him if he just turns it on in the playoffs. That's the only way. It would be like that. That coach would say playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. You just rather hope they win another game. I mean, I mean they're not that bad, but if you look at some of the, their performances, it's like Friday. Yeah, look, and and you know, I I laugh because I think about how the Celtics beat them, and they were down to Detroit. They're going to be playing New York, and without LeBron, that's going to be a tough game. But it might be a better game because of one thing: Anthony Davis has to take over. When Anthony Davis decides that this is going to be his team, and LeBron is going to follow, then I think they're going to be that much better a team. I I talked to a um, assistant coach, ex-assistant ex-assistant coach in the NBA, and he said, the thing that's going to have to happen, LeBron has to take a back seat. 
He can no longer be the horse. He has to be the jockey. And uh, until he understands that, I don't think that Laker team is going forward. Well, who takes his place, though? Like, I feel like he can't be the number one guy or he he's at a point where he doesn't have to be. But he's going to be one B, right? I, yeah, I don't he think can, he team... can be. He can, he can be that other guy. I mean, you think of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar eventually had to give that team over to Magic Johnson. It became yeah. his team. Every good team you know, there is progress so far as giving the reins up to somebody else. I mean, you think about even Steph Curry. As good as Steph Curry was, when Durant got there, whose team was it then? KD's. KD's team. And and Steph Curry took a back seat. And he he that that was something that, that was that was discussed between the two before he officially signed, if I'm not mistaken, there was a report that he had a phone call where Steph had called him after the meeting and saying, hey, listen, if this is a deciding factor here, just so you know, this is your team. Like, you know, we're bringing you in here. We want you to guide us, and we're going to take down, you know, the Miami Heat. And that's that's what has to happen if the Lakers are going to get better. Right. Same thing. Have to do the same thing. They're going to get better. If they're going to go where they would like to go, they're going to have to do that. But – I'm telling you, that bridge out there in front of them, I mean, that's all over the NBA, but especially in the West. You think about it. Phoenix has won, what, 12 or 13 games in a row right now? Yeah. And Golden State's on a roll. Ooh, Clay Uh, Clay just got cleared to play. Clay Clay is talking about coming back. Denver is practicing this week. Utah is playing well. So there are five teams right there, five teams that are playing well, and you top that off by Oklahoma beat them twice. They're out yeah. west. And so, you know, they're, they're going to have some problems with some people. And Minnesota, one of the bottom feeders, went in their building and beat them by 30. So the Lakers road to a championship, I, I think, is as is, 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 Bumps and detours? Yeah, it's, it's blown way out of proportion. I can't wait, and usually we get this trip later on in the season, but I can't wait to see how the Celtics team goes out west and how they bode well against those type of teams, right? Whether it's the Lakers, Clippers, Portland Trailblazers, you got the Phoenix Suns. Like, that's an excellent trip to really gauge where this team is at in the next, when, when is it, about about 10 days from now? So, yeah. you know. That is that is a, a that's, great, that's a great barometer because if you're exactly. going into Salt Lake City, Portland, tough place to play. Back to back LA. You got both the LA teams and then you run into Phoenix on the on the last leg of that five game trip. That's a that's a you tough know, game. You think about it. if they came out of that trip three and two, very successful. That's if they that's came huge. out if they that's came huge. out two and three, you still would take that. No, because, absolutely that's a huge confidence builder. Yeah, because I think if and if they went out and they went four and one in that they would that would be a huge confidence builder going back into you know the Christmas Day game against Milwaukee and Milwaukee. Have the Celtics turned a corner? Is, is this the part is this the part of the season we're gonna look back and be like that four game homestand, that was it. There's a possibility that that that, that happened. Um you know last night's game was was a game that you need to win handily. When you play teams that like a like a Houston that's lost so many games, you have to leave no doubt. And one win, they had one win going into that. Yeah, but the separation was like 
from from the second quarter on, the separation was like was was huge. Yeah, the Celtics haven't really done that with a lot of opponents. You think about OKC. OKC comes back and makes a uh, basically a one possession, almost a one possession game after you up against twenty against them. So yeah, the the road is about to get very tough right now for the Celtics. And last and tomorrow night's game against um, uh, um, Brooklyn is going to be huge when you think about a confidence builder and if KD is playing and Harden is playing and you know what what's going on with the elephant in the room with Kyrie not playing when is when is, when are they going to make it and when is Philadelphia going to make a decision Nets, about Simmons Nets, Nets Nets PR and Philly PR at the same time are like no comment <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing right now. I got nada, nada, nada. Lo siento. Hey, this is a team that they lost against the, against the Chicago Bulls. They've dropped a couple of games, you know, throughout the course of the season. But the Brooklyn Nets are a good team, with or without Kyrie. It seems yeah, like so. We, we'll, we'll, we're, getting, we're getting a matchup for sure, a good matchup. Yeah, people were talking about them because they got beat by Chicago going in there, but Chicago's beating everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Down. Chicago was down by 20 to the Celtics. Uh, in the third quarter, and came back and won that game by seventeen to beat that so, ass. So I think, that was actually when this team started started winning after that. that yeah. Point. So you yeah. think about that team, but Chicago right now has been no joke, and maybe Washington is coming back to you know they're coming back down to earth. Uh, they lost a couple of games, but mm-hmm. uh, what's Philadelphia going to do? There, you know, there, there's some teams out there there that you know that have a lot of lot of stuff to prove. I think this is a great opportunity for Jalen to, uh, to to send a message here. You know, he had to sit out of that best of seven series against the Nets, you know, throughout the playoffs. And mm-hmm. this isn't quite the playoffs or mm-hmm. we're not even near it, but this is a good way for him to send a message going up against KD, you know, going up yeah. against those 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 yeah, guys absolutely. and James Harden and future Hall of Famers. Absolutely. You're playing at home and you've been playing well. This is going to be a huge game going into Thanksgiving. And then you go on the road. Uh, with two teams that you could possibly beat. San Antonio has always given the Celtics problems, but they're not playing well right now. And you owe Toronto right now something for coming in and, and barnstorming you early in the season, with, I think the second game in the season. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. And, and, of course, it is Thanksgiving Eve, so uh, the crowd's going to be well-prepared, right? It's just unfortunate oh they're not going to get Kyrie. Kyle crowd is going to be great for that. And um, we'll get a Kyrie chant. I think we'll, we'll hear one. Yeah, you'll hear that. You'll hear. And unfortunately, I, I hate it, but you'll hear the F Kyrie and Kyrie's, oh. not, Kyrie's not even around. Kyrie's not even around. That's what it, it pisses me off that, first of all, you would be chanting that around kids. Uh, but damn, the dude ain't even going to be there. And you're chanting already, yeah. you know, F Kyrie. It's like, man, that dude, the, he still lives in your head? Like, come on, fans. Absolutely. He has some, he, he has some room in uh, a lot of people's uh, heads here in Boston. Uh, yeah. you know, and so, and probably more, I think about it this way, probably more than Boston than any place else that oh, he has sure. room. No question. That, he, that he's rented a space, you know, yeah. because people in, people in Cleveland are over it. They, they're not worried about it. They're like, you know, whatever. You won the championship. They move on. Yeah, we got championship. We're good. People, people in Boston have more uh, more co-ops in Kyrie's name than any other than any other team right now in this league. 
Yeah, because Warriors fans, they, they got the championship against the Cavs. They got their revenge. You know, they're, they're not crying about that big shot. I, I'm sure it still hurts when they see the highlight, but they blew a 3-1 lead. You know, it, it was more than just that shot, right? But, that, yeah, that I'm was, with you. The Celtics them. fans, no, not, nothing like it. That was them. But Celtic fans saw dreams of a championship when Kyrie was here, when he first stepped here. And, um, hell, I, I thought it was that way. And what would happen if you could just go back and – take away five seconds of that game when you had Gordon Hayward go up and get undercut and break his leg. How different does that, does that make that season? And really how did, how would that have impacted the progress of Jalen Brown? In mm. the because does he resigned. Does down, he stick around, down, you know? Yeah. Those two guys, those guys yeah. were able to flourish essentially when, when they went down. So true. That changed everything. And we yeah. I don't think we quite understood. I mean, we did at the during the time, but we didn't get the big picture. Three, yeah. four years later, how much that affected the the entire process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that is that's true. I think that that was not seen in that way until after it had really happened. I mean, you can look back on that and say, Wow, what a team you had though. Yeah. And that team was absolute the Mars brother was killing. Oh man, Marcus was my guy. Good I dude. mean, you think about you think about Kyrie the way he was playing. You had Al. Just think about think about that time, right? Just real quick about Adam, one thing. One thing real quick about about Marcus. Marcus couldn't find a home. Remember, Marcus Morris has seen like people knew he could play, but that that first year with Boston was the first season he put together and he proved that he's a solid, not only a contributor but a rotation piece. You know? Oh so, yeah, I mean, but yeah. that team is just you just go down that line. And you think about it, there was who was there at that time? Was Terry Rozier was still there, right? Rozier, so yeah. Terry Rozier, you had Very Marcus tired. Smart, you had uh, you know, all these guys that you had Al Horford. Al Horford. That team, that team from top to bottom, that it didn't seem like there was a weakness. And the best thing about that team, that team was young. That yeah. was a young squad of guys that people looked at if they could have won. They felt like they could have dominated for the next, you know, three or four years if you kept that team together. Max, you put a couple of chapters together about that era and that and that team. And uh, I, I got to say, one of the things that stood out most was was how you talked about that. Like you go back to Hayward, you know, or, or you know his injury and how that affected things. And then Kyrie, that promise. I mean, if he doesn't make the promise, the preseason promise, if you'll let me, I'll resign. Our fans still upset, you know. Like there's so many what ifs, but at the end of the day. The Celtics, one way or another, were always in a solid, solid uh, position to succeed. You know, well, and and, you know, you think you, you know, think that's a testament that, to Danny Ainge and, and just the way things have, things have, yeah. uh, have unfolded. Well, well, you think about it in in that way and all the draft picks that Danny had accumulated. You yeah. had that team, and you had draft picks upon draft picks, and people thought how you fleece Brooklyn with you know by getting Ooh. three first round picks. Philly, you, Philly you, did, you, you hit Philly in the head. And now you look at both those teams, and they're actually ahead of you. That that's the crazy part about it. You you fleece them, but at the same time, they're now ahead of you with their programs. You know what's going to happen next? The next the next comparison that's going to continue in this city. Brown and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Here we go, guys. You know that you know that conversation is coming up in about a week or so when Jalen gets his foot back into things. And like, oh wait a minute, is Jalen the number one guy here? Does the Celtics have this wrong? How can these two? Make it work and all that good stuff. So we'll be here to talk about it, guys. 
How can they how can they coexist? So I think guys, that's a teaser. I think that is a wrap. You know, subscribe. Yes, you make a you make this possible by you know hitting that like button and, and, and following us. And you know, this is what we believe in. And and we try to is yep, there you go. The Cedric Maxwell hey, walls get your Christmas talk. present early. <laughs> if these walls can talk, telling you and we're just trying to, you know, we try, as, as Joe Sway and I would tell you all the time, we're just trying to keep it on the what? Yes, sir. Keep it the on the hundred. The hundred. <laughs> the hundred. You mean, already know, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. All, all we'll this be back smoke week. and all these other shows, they try to tell you something. Look, we just trying to keep it on the hundred. That's all. Like, what, what other podcasts are you going to get this sort of uh, insight about Larry Bird and playing this, the compete for championship in Boston, man? Only here on the Central Maxwell podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or all the other goodies we give you. We don't we don't just stop there. We've uh, we, we've crossed a bunch of different lines and talked about a bunch of different things. So I, we're, we're so happy that you have decided to follow us with all our, our guests from Robert Parrish to uh, you know, we, we just did recently have Paul Pierce. So, you yes. know, it's just a bunch of guys that, uh, you know, are friends, are friends of the show and friends of the family. And we appreciate everyone reaching out on Twitter and sending us comments and stuff, the comment section. We appreciate that, of course. But, yeah, man, happy Thanksgiving. Max, happy Thanksgiving. I know you and I both love this holiday very much. Maybe I can probably have to get moms and make you a plate because, you know, yeah, I love mom's this cooking. Is, You're a big fan of my mom's cooking, so I got to put you on. This, this is uh, two holidays for me are the best, and the two holidays is the one which is approaching, which is Thanksgiving, and the other one which is already passed is July the fourth. And oh, that's right, you do love the fourth. Open about, right. about cooking, eating, and gathering with friends and family, and uh, you because you're you know you guys follow us. We consider all of your family. So absolutely you get your piece of get your piece of that turkey, but leave some of that damn cranberry sauce for me. All right. Yes. Yo, you're all cranberry right. sauce too, guy. Yes, I'm, I am too. There you go. Hey, nobody else in my immediate family touches it. It's all for me. So I can't wait. This Thursday. It's gonna happen again. Guys, we're out of here. Once again, happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. And go get this book. All right. If you haven't already, check it That's out. Right. These walls can talk. All right. Peace out. We'll see you guys next week.